Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Elizabeth, Mazakazu, Anthony A., and the super awesome Nick B. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. for joining us on the 146th episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. This week, we're kicking off our October special, also known as the Halloween Grab Bag. For those of you unfamiliar with our Halloween Grab Bag episodes, we think up a bunch of random Halloween costumes... Then we find corresponding horror movies that are streaming that go along with the Halloween costumes. And then we throw it in a grab bag and randomly pick ones to do every week. Facts. Is that that's basically it, right? We did it last year. Yeah. But we now it's annual. (laughs) I don't know. Now it's an annual thing. Yeah. Um, And I don't we didn't really figure out exactly what we're going to do last week in time to grab bag for this episode. But I did something online, uh, an Instagram story. Yes. It was a video of me grab bagging stuff. She grabbed it. Like 15 movies or something. So we're not going to cover all of them. Right. Really, we don't know what we're going to get. And honestly, I don't even remember what I put in there. So (laughs) (laughs) it's going to be a surprise to everyone. It will. Um. So anyway, on Instagram, when I did my uh, story uh, video of me grab bagging the movies for this week, I picked Ghost and Demon. And the corresponding movies for those uh, were Ghost Quake. I'm sorry. uh, uh, And also Hellraiser for Demon. For you new listeners, we are a spoiler-heavy podcast, so continue at your own risk. Ghostquake is streaming on Tubby TV and Prime Video, but the Prime Video one's a little wonky with the sound. Um, it's true. Just, just a disclaimer. And the, neither of them are good, so you can really just skip the whole thing if you're... It's, if you're it's so true. Smart. Yeah. Um, and Hellraiser is streaming on Prime Video, Tubby TV, Vudu, and Shudder. So uh, check those out or, you know, just check out Hellraiser before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. Again, I'm sorry about Ghostquake. You know, we had a little... Well, we'll talk about it in a sec. <laughs> I'll apologize more later. But before we jump into these films, let's get started with a segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is The Cleansing Hour with a... uh, Well, it did release at Fantastic Fest uh, just a couple weeks ago on September 19th. Um, But it's expected to appear on Shudder sometime next year. Uh, It's directed and written by Damien Levesque, who did a short film by the same name. Uh, as well as a feature-length film called Dark, Deadly, and Dreadful. It's also written by Aaron Horowitz. 
The IMDb summary is extremely lengthy, but I'm going to read it anyway. Uh, Millennial (laughs) entrepreneurs Drew and Max run a webcast that streams live exorcisms that are, in fact, elaborately staged hoaxes. But they get their comeuppance when today's actress becomes mysteriously possessed by a real demon that holds the crew hostage. To make matters worse, the possessed victim is Drew's fiance, Lane. In front of a rapidly growing global audience, the demon subjects Max to a series of violent and humiliating challenges meant to punish him for his online charade. Meanwhile, in an effort to save the love of his life, Drew discovers that his demon's sinister motive is not only about revenge, but also to expose the dark secrets he, Max, and Lane have been hiding from one another. With only the show clock remaining, it's a matter of time before either either the truth is revealed or the demon forces them to meet their maker. I almost did it (sighs) without making any mistakes. Wow, though. I know. Well, it's one of those like independent the the like the movie writer wrote the synopsis. <laughs> Haven't they ever visited IMDb before? <laughs> Don't they know that it's only like a sentence, two sentences, three tops? It's fine. This is excessive. We, we face this a lot with indie movies, though, right? I mean, this they have is a the very longest... long synopsis because they're trying to get people to watch. It. This is definitely the longest that I've ever seen. That's not true. I don't know. You kept going. I thought it was going to stop and then it kept going. (laughs) I just, (laughs) I don't really need to know the character names. (laughs) No. But that's fine. Just give me an Um, overview. I, so Carly, you do not remember anything about this. No. You keep, after you watched this, you were like, oh, what is this? (laughs) I was like, lots of stuff is happening. I've got vomit. I've got demon dogs that are apparently not zombies or demons or dogs. Um, fire. There's a lot of fire happening. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Why? Did we see this before? We saw the short film. We did? Yes. Oh my God. And we liked it. Yikes. (laughs) A really long time ago, we were going to have, and I don't remember if we actually did this or not. Um, we were going to have Jacob and um, Luke on the show to talk about short films. And we were each going to pick a couple horror short films to watch and discuss on the show. Now, I don't remember if we actually ended up recording the show or not. We didn't. Um, but I remember that we did watch all the short films. Do you remember that? I do. Okay. I remember so, that that time. So this is one that I believe Luke picked. And the short film has actual, like, known actors in it. Um, It had the girl, the blonde girl from Glee in it. And it had uh, one of the characters from uh, the show Parenthood in it. Um, I mean, maybe not actors that everyone knows, but I knew who they were. Um, I know who and the production value was really good. And we thought it was a really interesting concept because basically, as I already said in the IMDb summary, is that, you know, there's these these people who pretend to be exorcists and every episode on their YouTube channel, they have a different person that they're exercising and it's just, you know, an actor. It's it's a hoax. Um, and then it ends up being real. Uh, and it's a short film and it's it was actually really good. I liked it a lot. Um, and I think you did too. I if remember, I remember correctly. I, I vaguely remember the premise now, but maybe that's just I didn't get that from the film. So, from the trailer. So, um, 
it was called the same thing and okay. so I, I remembered it from the title and then when I read the plot it, it all came uh, rushing back um, but yeah I, I honestly I think this is a really good premise I don't there's a lot of CGI in yeah. the trailer that I'm not stoked on um, but this the makeup looks good and like I don't know I think it's an interesting premise I'll I'll watch it honestly it is I'll check it out when it hits shutter for sure okay I like I like the idea of it and I loved I really enjoyed the short film a lot so I'll I'll dig on that. I think I did. You, you did. Say, you say I did so I believe you. <laughs> it was a couple years ago. I do so. I do remember that episode that we were attempting to do yeah, and i don't remember if we actually recorded it or not i don't think we did because i remember being like where the heck am i gonna find like a bunch of short films that like i want to watch that are good i remember watching so many bad horror short films same, on youtube same just to come across like a couple good ones i remember picking a couple goofy ones we must have recorded it i don't right it would have been an episode so i mean we're gonna have to go back and look and see i know anybody anybody out there did we do this <laughs> help maybe we all had a collective dream where it happened <laughs> we just randomly watched all these we dialed in and watched all these weird short films that sounds like something we would have done at the beginning of our podcast journey it's true it's true when i had way more time to uh i don't know do anything jump. i ha i mean i just spent so much time on the podcast when we first started not that i mean i i still do but i have it down to a science now i know how much time i need to spend and i used to i mean i would spend i don't know 30 hours a week working on this shit now i'm like eh, i'll watch the movies and then spend an hour getting the notes up <laughs> and i'm like i'm not editing i'm just gonna smoosh this together and we'll I, see what happens <laughs> <laughs> I finally got you to edit, though. That's one last thing. It's I true. Could do it's awesome. true. Okay. Anyway, let's move on to interesting things oh. uh, that are, will make our listeners well, fall asleep. Hopefully, we'll see. What's um, our first film today? <laughs> funny, you should ask. The quality feature amazing film oh, Ghostquake, aka Haunted High, from 2012, directed by Jeffrey Scott Lando of RoboShock shark excuse me robo shark and bad stepmother fame written by paul a burkett ghost shark <laughs> quality quality film and anthony c ferrante director of sharknado so many shark films i thought you'd be so excited about that i am so appreciative that you put those in there i've actually seen ghost shark and sharknado i've not seen have. robo shark well something um, to watch later it's true. All sci-fi films, as was this, I believe. Yes. Um, the IMDb summary, they know how to write them, short and sweet. A New England private school is visited by a demonic dead headmaster. To be fair, um, this movie doesn't have a plot. It's so true. <laughs> there's not much to write there. It's true. It's In true. fact, I could have used like a couple paragraphs. So I knew what the fuck I watched because honestly, I didn't have a clue. This movie. This I, is maybe the worst movie we've ever watched for the podcast. You think so? I would have rather I would rather watch this than watch Honey Spider. I think I enjoyed Honey Spider more. I was literally thinking that while I was watching the movie. I was like, I would rather be watching this than watching honey spider to be fair 
<laughs> Amy switched over to the Tubby TV version, whereas yes. I I kept on going with the Prime part, the Prime video version. You which, watched this on Prime the whole time? Yeah, How? The music is so much louder than the... Uh, dialogue. Than the dialogue. It helped it. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> I had it on closed captions, so I just imagined how they would be saying these if they were speaking. Well, here's the thing. I had closed captions on, but like, I don't, I couldn't understand what was happening. So I thought maybe it's just like, I can't read. So then I like switched over to Tubby TV because I'm like, maybe the audio is better. It's so bad on Prime. I don't know what happened. It is. But the, the dialogue is so quiet. And the music is so loud. Mm-hmm. And if you raise up your volume, it doesn't do anything. No, just the music gets louder. <laughs> it just the voices stay the same volume and the music gets louder. If this is your movie, you might want to uh, contact Prime and have them fix that for the uh, few of us that have attempted to watch it. Um, this is rough. This is the production quality for 2012 just really isn't there even for a sci-fi movie i was thinking like maybe are it's like maybe an equivalent of are you afraid of the dark in terms of production quality how dare which is a you? show from 95 a tv show from 1995 that is amazing well it's an i'm not saying it's as good of a show as Are You Afraid of the Dark? I'm saying the production value is the same as Are You Afraid of the gotcha. Dark. Gotcha. Yeah. I could see it. Um, it had some oh my god moments, such as oh my god, Cordelia's in the library and she's a librarian. Yeah, like Giles. Yep. I was very proud for the yes. two seconds that she was in the movie. She's like like on the poster. Her name yeah. is on the poster and she's it's they screamed her. Yeah. You know, they, they really drew did. Barrymore and screamed her. She was... She's in for five minutes and dead. Yep. I kept waiting for her to come back. <laughs> Same. I was very depressed when she didn't. Yeah. Um, we have uh, Danny Trejo. Yes, of course. Of Trejo's Tacos fame. <laughs> That's how he's famous. And Trejo's Donuts. And, you know, the myriad nope. of other films that he's starred nope. in. No, nope. no, nope. just those things. Yep. Got it. Um, I was, I was like, at the end, I was like, of course he has a shirtless moment. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> um, and then we have some amazing frog puppets. There are some frog puppets. I, <laughs> I, was, I don't know I, if amazing is the word I would use for them. I, okay. When I watch movies for the podcast, I, there are many times throughout my viewings, well, some with some movies where all I want to do is text Amy and like be like, oh my God, we're enduring this together. What's happening? But I, I try to refrain to, you know, give us something to talk about um sure. on the on the cat on the cast. But for this one, I was just like, no, no. You couldn't. I you couldn't. couldn't stop texting me about frogs. I couldn't. I was like, oh my God, what is happening? What is happening with these with these puppet frogs? That are literally like you yeah. can see the string. <laughs> yeah. It was. I mean, it's funny, too, because there was so much bad CGI. But then with frogs. They kept. They made the puppets. Like, how hard is it to get a handful of frogs 
for at least some of the shots. I literally, all I could think of was like how they filmed it. And I kept on just like imagining them with like the string and then like in a little square because it gets a tight shot and it goes back to the same one. They like use it repeatedly. Yeah. Of them bouncing these little frogs up and down. And but I the just. The frogs aren't even in a jumping position. They're just laying no, there. They're flat. They're completely <laughs> flat. They're completely flat frogs that they just like move up and down with a string. But th- and it's the interesting thing about that scene is and actually not interesting because actually nothing in this movie is interesting even a little bit. But OK, so there's basically this the school is haunted by uh, one of the students dead grandfather who was a cultist that killed children. Right. right? Yes. I, I guess. Yeah. And there's gold coins involved for some reason. And there's just some kids left in the school after hours to work on prom stuff. And then there's bad kids that broke in to do bad kid things. Um, and they all have to work together to to make it out alive. Right. Basically. Right. Yeah. Which sounds way more interesting than it is. Um, and Danny Trejo is the janitor. That, so that's why he's there after hours. And also his sister was in the cult. Right? She was killed, yeah. But she was also part of the cult, and then she was killed by the cult. Right. And then she's like the good ghost. I just... So anyway, the the teachers are stuck in this room, and they have the, the frogs that Carly's talking about on strings that are flopping around. But I don't... What is... is the, are the frogs hurting them? Or are they just confused by how many frogs there are? I don't know, because they're screaming pretty loudly. Or are the frogs repossessed? Like, are the... Not repossessed. Possessed? Because were they maybe dead frogs that are now moving around? Like, maybe they were in the biology lab and they were supposed to be... For cutting open? I don't understand how you can feel (laughs) cornered. By frogs by enough frogs. to like murder murder just, them. Just stand up. Like, Why are they they're throw like them on against the, ground. the wall? Yeah. And the this woman just has a frog that she's holding <laughs> to her bosom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was weird. I was like, what is happening that she's like caressing this thing and then the guy's freaking out and then she just gets up and starts stomping all over the place. And then there's like a shot, a close up shot of the frog flat frogs doing its thing or whatever and then they like stand up and then she takes a frog and like throws it against the wall (laughs) and then her hands are all bloody it's a weird scene and i i don't get it i don't i just like what are the frogs doing they're just hanging out they're not like i don't know what are they gonna do bite you they don't have teeth they don't have teeth they're they're i i i got nothing that they're not killer frogs i don't i don't get how they can harm you (laughs) I don't get why you're like, okay, maybe it's like startling, but like you're acting like they're killing you and I don't understand how. I'd love to know what the direction in the script was. I don't need to know anything more, honestly. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm really sorry that we watched this. I picked the movies for this month very quickly and there are going to be some real winners and there are going to be some horrible, horrible mistakes in there. Really, we just have no idea what's going to happen for the rest of the month. And hopefully there's no more ghost quakes in there. That's all I have to say. I guess we'll see. TBD. Oh, my God. Also, the kid from De- there's a kid from Degrassi, the next generation uh, in here. And I'm pretty excited about it. That's neat. 
Did you ever watch that show? I didn't, but I know everybody did. Girl, you got to. I don't know what I was watching instead. Like, when was that a thing? Um, I don't know when it was a thing, but I can tell you when I watched it okay. and I was in college. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I kept on like, I remember hearing about it a lot and being like, well, I guess I just missed that boat. And then it got like insanely more popular as I got older. And I was like, well... I don't know what to tell you. I think it's worth going back and watching Gossip Girl Girl. Okay. Fine. I'll do it's it. It's the ultimate in high school drama. But wasn't it like Saved by the Bell? <laughs> well, it's it's more dramatic than... I mean, Saved by the Bell is more comedy than That's drama. That's true. That's true. This is like, like straight up drama. Except for the drama. pills episode. The caffeine There's pills. P- That's true. But like Degrassi is all pills episodes. Mm. Like and sex episodes and STD episodes and shooting episodes and like there's they go over all the crazy teen oh drama. Oh my shit. word! Yeah, pregnancy, all sorts of crazy shit. You gotta watch it. It's great. It's like Lifetime, but on a TV show on an ongoing basis. A Canadian TV show. Oh, I like me some Canadian television. And Drake. I didn't know that. I did know that he was yeah. in it. Maybe yeah. that's why I got like more. Maybe that's why like I heard more about it. Yeah, I want to rewatch it. So maybe we can rewatch it together. Okay, we can, you know, do a spinoff. I'd rather talk about Degrassi than Ghostquake. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I will say there is a demon in this movie. A, is it a demon? Uh, she's a ghost, but she looks like a demon. Yeah, with um, her, actually, they use like the Snapchat filter on her face. Yeah, I yeah. would like to say none of the ghosts look like ghosts Mm-mm. at all. Mm-mm. Not even a little bit. No. They just look like people. <laughs> they do, except for that one. Except for that one that looks like a demon, but she's also a ghost. And she, ha- yeah, she has like sharp teeth and like all these symbols mm-hmm. like cut into her flesh. Uh, and she's probably the creepiest looking one, but still not very creepy. No. And her boobs are hanging out the whole time. Yeah. Which I also find confusing because why are we looking at ghost cleavage? Uh, you know, ghost boobs are a thing on sci-fi, I guess. I guess, but like her boobs are like falling out of her shirt the whole movie, and I'm a little bit like, I don't really know if that's what you're going for. Apparently it was, because it never got fixed. That's what I say. I guess if they were going to fix something in the movie, that's not the first thing they should go for. (laughs) Oh my god, it's bad. It is bad. I just wrote a lot of I don't know what's happening, because I really just, I could not follow the story. Yeah, that's what Um, I texted to you. I was like, what am I watching? And you were like, I just finished it and I don't know. And I was like, <laughs> oh, good. And then I was like, how is this movie an hour and a half long? It's so long. Nothing it's, happens uh... and it's so long. And there's one character, the most lovable character in this entire movie is this this kid who's nerdy about oh, ghosts yeah. and, and horror stuff. And he references films like The Gate. And yes. I get really happy about it. Same. But he is a very large human. It's true. He's very tall and he is a big boy. He is getting relentlessly bullied by people significantly smaller than him. He could wipe and them right out. I don't understand it at all. I mean, this guy could just push him over and they'd be bleeding. It's like true. I don't <laughs> I don't understand why he takes their shit even a little bit. Because he has a gentle heart. 
I mean, maybe, but <laughs> Amy's like, I'd rip out their eyeballs. I'm. He's just so much <laughs> bigger than him. It's like, you know, a little scrawny guy gets on a step stool and yells at like this giant guy to do stuff and he just does it. It's weird. I don't like it. Not me either. I mean, this is bad. When he when he went, I was like, oh, man, that's a bummer. But then that was it. When he went? Yeah, like when he died. Oh, did he die? <laughs> yeah, he got... I don't know what happened. I might happened. have stopped watching at certain points. He was... Oh, I definitely did. I was like on my phone throughout this whole movie. Um, it was impossible to sit through this whole thing without... Yeah. Not paying attention for certain parts of it. No, this is... This was a rough one, guys. I It's really bad. Don't watch it. I don't you don't need to. I feel like maybe this was maybe more watchable on sci-fi with like commercials, but then I don't know because you had commercials. No, I had commercials with Tubby. Well, there and you it go. didn't matter even a little bit. Never mind then. No. Maybe. I don't I it's not don't. Just don't do it to yourself. And if you watch this for the show, I'm really really sorry. Blame Amy. But it's called Ghost Quake, so I don't know. You what knew to what you were getting you. yourself into. You had to have known a little this bit. This wasn't a surprise. You're a sport if you watched it. I know we have a couple listeners that watched it, and I'm sorry and thank you for your service to this great nation. Thank you for your service. <laughs> Happy October! It is October one, by the way. Yes. Yay! Happy October! Yay! It's the best so- time of year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. That too. Let's jump in to our next film, Carly. Okay, go. Because I'm done with Ghost Quake. Same, we're closing that chapter. I Never will have to revisit. no more of Ghost Quake. Plus, most <laughs> of our listeners want to hear us talk about Hellraiser from 1987, written and directed by Mr. Clive Barker, who previously wrote films such as Candyman and The Midnight Meat Train. He also wrote and directed Nightbreed. You know, Clive Barker. You guys know him. The IMDb summary is an unfaithful wife encounters the zombie of her dead lover. Does she? The demonic (laughs) Cenobites are pursuing him after he escaped their sadomasochistic underworld. Good grief. This that's not a good IMDb summary. No, it's not. He's not a zombie. No, he's not. He's definitely not a zombie. I mean Who wrote this? I guess in the very basic definition of a zombie, he might be. Undead, I guess. I mean, I guess he was dead and now he's not. Right. But there was never any body left. Like, he went into the underworld and then lived there and then came back into our world. I don't know. I don't really consider him a zombie. I don't either. I haven't seen this since college. And I think I only watched it once in college, and I'm not sure that I paid attention the whole time. So I felt like this was my first time really watching the whole movie from start to finish. I feel like I've seen this movie so many times since I've moved to L.A. Really? Yeah. Like, I don't know why. I've definitely seen it, at, like, no less than two times in the theater. I I feel like... I don't know. I've, I feel like I've watched this movie so many times since, since moving here, and it... It cracks me up every single time because I feel like this is what a horror soap opera would be like in... I mean, it is a horror soap opera. You know what I mean? Like, in an hour and 30 minutes. Like, it cracks me up. It's, like, weird and rapey at some points. It's very, like, 
strange and dramatic in other points. And it's, I don't know. This movie's hilarious to me. It's a weird movie. It's so fucking weird. It's not my favorite. I know that it is a cult classic and it makes sense that it is. And it is a weird 80s movie. Um, It is um, different, though. (laughs) than anything else it's a telenovela in horror land (laughs) yeah it is i know i mean so funny dude and i reading the trivia for this movie made me appreciate it a lot more i want (laughs) to i want to read this this part uh that i found um because it's it's a perfect segue into talking about this movie further. But uh, apparently uh, the film... So this basically is this is based off of a novella. Uh, and the, the <laughs> film was originally supposed to be called The Hellbound Heart, which is what the novella was called. Um, but the studio decided the title sounded too much like a romance novel. Well, <laughs> which it was. Well, I mean, really, it is. It is. And asked Clive Barker to change it. Um, Barker offered... To change it to sadomasochist from beyond the grave. Oh, my God. Which was rejected for the overtly sexual content. Uh, he ultimately opened the floor to product- to the production team to offer up their own suggestions, uh, which prompted a 60-year-old woman crew member to offer up the title, What a Woman Would Do for a Good Fuck. <laughs> I wish it was like Hellraiser and then a hyphen. <laughs> What a woman would do for a good fuck. (laughs) Murder, apparently, is the answer to that. Feed her undead lover some humans. And then dispose of the body. I mean, is he as... I mean, I guess I could see how maybe he is kind of a zombie if he's feeding off humans to survive. But... Isn't he more of a vampire? Because it seems like he's only interested in the blood part of this. Because he, well, he also takes the skin. Does he? I mean, he didn't really leave anything but, like, the meat on the bones. I'm not sure I really understand uh, the Hellraiser world too much. Like, there's these creatures, which are called Cenobites, Mm -hmm. which just sounds like Cenobites, which makes me think of Cinnabon. And I know <laughs> what? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't be the only person that thinks that. No. Why are you laughing? At me? Because that was so unexpected. <laughs> How is that unexpected? That is what they're called, and that is what the Cenobites are called. That's hilarious to me. Okay. Like, I see. Do you think that the person who came up with the Cenobites name for the delicious tasty pastry tasty pastry i bet tasty that person's pastry? never seen hellraiser <laughs> you sure i bet they've that never that seen person hellraiser. isn't a, like a secret horror fan and was like won't it be hilarious no one will even think of this we're I, gonna name our tasty cinnamon cinnamon bun bites after these creatures in this 80s horror movie i would love for that to be a fun fact and i think we should just start it I'm fine with it. Let's do it. Okay. The rumor starts here. Exactly. <laughs> it's where it began. But I mean, that's what I think of every time. I can't not think of it. The Cenobites. Um, to me, Cenobite just sounds delicious. And I want to <laughs> eat some 
delicious cinnamon roll. She wants to eat some immediately. Bites. Yeah, I'm down. Let's do this. You dip them in the icing. It's delicious. Who they doesn't sh- want to eat that? They should come out with a Halloween version of their Cinnabites. Oh, and they're shaped yeah. like different Cinnabites. And they, they dye the the, cinna- the sugar uh, red. There's a lot of metal like poking out of them, though. Yeah. You might bleed. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> you might bleed. It's, it's like Halloween candy where yeah. maybe it has razor blades in it. Yeah. It's the trick or treat. <laughs> I don't know. Which one are you going to get? It's delicious and painful. You know, you get to like walk that line between pleasure and pain. You're like, why am I eating this? (laughs) Because it's sugary and delicious. But also blood. Exactly. (laughs) Get that little taste of iron in there. There you go. Beautiful. Oh my God. (laughs) That took a turn. So all the Cenobites have names. Cenobites. I can't say, I want to say Cinnabite, but I should be saying Cenobite. You say it however you want. This is your podcast. Thanks, girl. (laughs) Um, But I think some of our listeners might care because they like this movie and I don't want to fuck it up, Carly. Okay. As long as we say Pinhead correctly, I think we're okay. Pinhead is the most famous Famous. of the Cenobites Mm -hmm. because he talks the most in these movies. And he also looks the coolest. He's also the coolest. He's chill. He's in charge. He's British. The funny thing thing about him is that he was actually supposed to have less lines and all the other Cenobites were also supposed to have more lines because we only really hear from him and like the female Cenobite. We don't hear from, like, the Butterball or the Chatterer. Right. Um, but apparently the Butterball and the Chatterer were supposed to have lines, but because of all their prosthetics on their faces, they couldn't <laughs> That makes sense. So they gave them all to Pinhead and the female Cenobite, which I thought was interesting. That's so a So now Pinhead fact. is, like, the main, the main head honcho. He is. He is the holder of the box. BT dubs. Yep. Did you know that Clive Bi- Clive Barker hates that he's called Pinhead? Really? He doesn't like that nickname. What's his name? He's supposed to be the priest. Oh, but he's Pinhead. Sorry, Clive. In the Clive. novella and in the, um, I have one of the uh, graphic novels, he is referred to as the priest, not Pinhead. Well, don't stick a bunch of pins in his head if that's not what he's supposed <laughs> to be called. That's what I say. But female Cenobite is just female Cenobite in all of the movies, which I just don't appreciate. It's bullshit is what it is. Why doesn't she get a name? I don't know. No one gave her a name. Can we start Apparently, that Apparently while too? they were filming, they referred to her as Deep Throat. Ooh. Which. Telenovela. I, I'm telling you. I guess. I guess. A weird porn telenovela. I'm telling you. There was some really interesting trivia, but we could talk. Let's talk about the movie a bit. So. This oh man, I this movie have, is great. <laughs> we have Julia, yeah, who is a housewife. Sure, okay. Uh, recently married to no. Larry. Yeah, yeah. Is she not not recently married? No, just married to Larry. Yeah, not so recently. Right, fairly recently. How? What is this? What what marriage is this for her? This, I don't know what marriage it is for her, but I know it's Larry's second marriage, at least, because yeah. uh, his daughter's mother has died. 
That's all I know. So Julia is his wife and she had an affair with his brother, Frank. And Frank is a monster. (laughs) He is a bad dude. He is awful. (laughs) She has some kind of weird bad guy complex. She does. She really does. he is not nice. No. He enjoys flipping up his switchblade, making people call him daddy. Uh, I don't know. He's just seems awful. He takes Super weird into pictures. Sadomasochism. Yeah. Uh, that's how he got involved with the Hellraiser box, which Correct. is this puzzle box that makes these Cenobites come, drag you to hell and torture you yeah. to death. Yeah. Basically. Exactly. He he paid a lot of money to do that. He did. He did not know what he was getting himself into, I'm guessing. He's made a mistake. He made a mistake. He had lit a bunch of candles in a circle. Yeah. And played with this crazy looking box. And then the demons came and dragged him to it's true. hell, I guess. Dragged him to hell. So then, you know, they don't know where Frank went. They don't know that he's dead. They just don't know where he went. And Julia finds out that he's he's come back because Larry's bleeding and his blood makes Frank come back. Right? Correct. Is Larry that right? bleeds on the ground and it makes Frank come back from hell for some reason. Yes, that's right. Yes. Okay. So then Julia finds him and he has no skin. (laughs) But she doesn't care because she still loves him. She's immediately into it. And he needs more blood so that he can look more human. So she obviously needs her lover looking sexy. So she goes out, brings home some some dudes from the bar so that he can kill them. And suck their blood and start to look normal again. And then they can have this like wild affair, which doesn't even really seem like an affair. She always looks like she's in pain. Yeah, she never looks like she's enjoying it. And she's she always looks terrified. Like even before any of this happens, she's not a pleasant person. No, I don't get it. Really? Everyone's talking about how hot she is. And I'm like, is she? She just really looks uptight and upset all the time. Yeah. (laughs) If we're being honest. Super into that uptight, upset look. Yeah. So sexy. Give me more. Uh, I don't know. And then we have Christy, which is Larry's daughter, who is the loveliest character in this film. Agreed. But even still... I don't know. There's like a whole subplot with her and this other guy. Don't know why any of that's necessary it's at all. Not. It's not. Okay. Just checking. Um, She somehow gets the box. And she calls the Cenobites by accident. And I, it's a whole thing. You know? It's just a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I don't know, Carly. I don't know about this movie. It's crazy. It is entertaining. And it is funny. Uh, I don't know that I need to rewatch this one too much, though. You don't. No, I'm okay. Why does the Butterball Cenobite wear sunglasses? <laughs> Do you know? Is there a reason? I don't. That I thought like you were going to drop some knowledge joke, on me. But it's a real question. 
<laughs> Legitimately thought you were going to be like, here's why. Knowledge bomb. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm really curious. He wears them in- indoors. Does he have very sensitive eyes, He's perhaps? He's very sensitive when he comes up to the surface. I mean, they all wear clothes. Except for the one, there's this other Cenobite. Is it a Cen- the other one a Cenobite? The one that just chases around people on a dolly? <laughs> I don't know how it works. Down to dark be hallways. Yeah. <laughs> down dark, down dark hallways. <laughs> He's the dark hallway dolly chasing uh, Cenobite. Don't know his name. Don't know if he's even a Cenobite. His name's I Dolly. I, <laughs> it's just funny because the ones there's one scene where he's chasing Christy down a hallway, and it's obviously on a dolly. You can see the dolly behind it in like half the shots. <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I could. I just saw. I don't recall literally... it, but now I'm curious and I want to check it out. Watch the scene where Christy opens the box and is like being chased down the hallway by that demon thing. And when it first is happening, you can literally see like a cart behind it. It's just like, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I understand it's the eighties. They had to do something. And if you don't pay attention, I'm sure it looks great. I just, I noticed it very easily. Now I want to just watch that right now. I mean, I highly recommend you do. I mean, not right now. When we're done recording. I'm going to be like, BRB. (laughs) Take it away. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of it's it's it is. It's a soap opera with horror aspects. Yes. I remember it feeling more tortury. Um, when I first watched it, where I was like, "Ugh, why am I watching this? It's so tortury." I'm not into the torture films at all, mm-hmm. but it's really not very tortury. It's just more like the promise of torture is coming. Yeah, you There's really f- don't get much. It's like the opening scene. Yeah, and the end. I, I guess mean, the opening scene is pretty effective. Yeah, well, the opening I'm not scene, a fan of the hooks. It kind of sets you up to like this is a different movie (laughs) yeah i remember when when i first saw it again for the first time here in the theater and i was like expecting something serious business and i was like what 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 the fuck (laughs) like this was not what i was expecting from hellraiser um and i just think of like all these teenage boys that loved this movie likely in the late 80s sure early 90s yeah we're really just watching a soap opera. Yeah, they were like, yeah, give me more. And you're like... A bloody soap opera. You're like, I've seen this before on daytime television. Exactly. Without the hooks. Could you tell? explain to me um, what's going on with this homeless dude? With the crickets? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Were those crickets? Those were some crazy looking bugs. They were. I thought they were crickets, but they also like, I don't know. They kind they of looked crazy for, cr- I mean, I've seen crickets and they're like brown. They're not like, I don't know whatever color those things were. They Yeah, they were like, I don't know. They, they had patterns like some spiders have, but they yeah. definitely weren't spiders. No. Yeah. So there's this homeless guy that kind of follows Chrissy around. Yeah. 
a la the, what's her face and that just made me think of the craft the homeless guy that follows yeah a little bit kind of like that except that one makes a little more sense yeah this homeless guy he just appears and stares at christy in one scene and the next scene when she's in the pet store working he just like comes in sticks his hand in this bug cage pulls out a bunch of bugs and starts munching on them as you and do then, and then at the very end he appears and then turns into a demon I don't understand that. He was just a demon the whole time? That was following her around? I don't really. Why? Why would there be a demon following her around before she even knew about the Hellraiser box? And before she opened it. I mean, it doesn't even make sense. The whole, none of that makes any sense to me. Where Why did he does come he from, exist? Clive? <laughs> Where did he come from? I just don't understand. He just, he turns into a demon, takes the box and flies away. That's the end of the movie. And I'm like, who is that? What is his job? Is he nothing. the protector of the box? And if so, shouldn't he be following Frank around? He needs cr- crickets for sustenance. Uh, I just don't. He needs crickets for sustenance. Yeah. I, I, and when the house burns down, Carly, yeah. the, spoiler alert, guys, at the end, the house burns down. It does. As it does in most horror movies. Correct. I don't know why that happened. In the 80s, that's, we, happens. that's how we end. Yes. I don't know how to end this. Eh, just burn the house down. Burn the house down. Because you know why? Because they probably need to destroy the set and they wanted to just use the footage. Oh, maybe. But the funny thing is, is when they burn the house down, they don't show the house on fire at all. No, it's the inside. There's got to be. I mean, I'm just sure they had no budget. And when you and then they just show the after effects of the fire, which includes what basically looks like a campfire and one wooden chair that is on fire (laughs) there's nothing else in this empty lot it's just like this small pile of wood burning and then one chair on fire that's it there's nothing else everything else is i guess turned to ash i don't know this house would was filled with shit use your imagination guys there's no roof there's no walls there's no nothing else left the flames of hell are so disintegrating what happened to the windows don't Gone, know melted Dis- disintegrated turned back into sand <laughs> duh <laughs> i just love that so much i'm like why are they in that empty lot <laughs> with, with a with a with a campfire going and then it's like oh there's a chair Wait, is that supposed to be the house? <laughs> it's all gone. It's just, just like I can't imagine that that would ever happen. Oh, and that was the, my favorite part of the whole movie. I think the end is so funny too, with just like them framed in that like I don't even know how to explain it. the flying thing and then it circles around and then it's just them yeah. framed and then we, we fade to black yeah classic yeah, 80s a very 80s yeah classic 80s mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh it's i mean i could understand why it's a cult classic for sure i get it uh i just don't i just don't know that it's for me i've never really uh liked hellraiser very much Although I will say I enjoyed it more this time around than I have on previous attempts watching it. I feel like it's just hilarious. Like, I don't, I never get, like, scared watching this movie. No, it's not scary. It's just, like... It's a little gory, though. It's gory. Yeah. But it's just, like, oh, man, this movie. 
Well, the effects are interesting. And the makeup is not... I mean, it's good, but sometimes also not. Like, Pinhead has this line above his lip that drove me bonkers the entire time. Do you know what I'm talking about? I actually do. I actually do know what you're talking about. Like, the mask line above his lip just is not blended. Totally. Well, I can totally see it. And it and it's all I could see, like every time he was on screen. Sure. I'm sure that makeup took forever and it was super complicated, but that one line just fucking ruins it for me. Yeah, I it would took what, like six it, hours but... for him to get in that makeup. Yeah, it's bonkers. It, I'm sure it was incredibly difficult and everything else in his makeup looks awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's that fucking line, man. <laughs> I don't know why. It's always there. <laughs> Very distracting. I will say, Carly, who do you think is the creepiest Cenobite? The Chatterbox. Right? Yeah. Pretty terror. As a kid, Hands I remember down. being terrified of that. Same. Yeah. I never found Pinhead very scary. No, I just thought he looked very regal. I will say this time around, I found the female Cenobite to be pretty scary. She's just really creepy also. She's... Every time she talks, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Chills. She's kind of badass. She's definitely badass. Yeah. She gives zero fucks. I kind of appreciate that about her. All right. I agree, though. Chatterer. Creepiest one. Yeah. Not not afraid of Butterball and his sunglasses. Oh, Butterball. I don't really get the whole point of him. That's fine. He just was a, a, a fun makeup to do. A fun makeup. Those shades, man. He's the cool one. The cool guy. Cool. The cool Cinnabite. The cool guy. With cinnamon dipping sauce. He gross, though. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> oh, uh, so I found some really good trivia. Let's go through it real quick because sure. I want to uh, go through some of this. Um, so Sean Chapman, who plays Frank yeah. in the film, all of his dialogue was dubbed with another actor's voice. Really? And I had no clue. I they did a either. great job with that part. That's that's pretty impressive. I thought so. Um, oh, I went through a lot of this, I guess. Uh, oh, so when Doug Bradley, who plays Pinhead... I think. Yeah. Right? Yes. Doug Bradley plays Pinhead uh, uh, was at the post-production party and he was like being ignored by everybody. And he was like, what the fuck? I thought we were all getting along really well and we were friendly during shooting. Why is everyone ignoring me? And then he realized it's because no one had ever seen him without his makeup on. <laughs> so no one knew, no one knew like who he was. Life. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. He needs to like carry around a picture of himself and be like, right? it's me, guys. Remember? <laughs> Poor We're guy. We're friends. Oh, could you imagine being at a, a post-production party and no one talks to you? And you're like going up to people and like just casually talking and they're like, yeah, man. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, who are you again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Well, kind of a bummer, though. It is. I mean, I oh. hope that he would have like said, hey. Remember me. So, and then for this is mostly for me who thinks of Cinnabites 
uh, when I think of this movie. Uh, but apparently the term Cenobite means a member of a communal religious order. And in the novella, they specify that these Cenobites are part of the Order of the Gash. The Not joking. The Order Not of the joking. Phoenix. Order of the Gash, Carly. Phoenix. The Gash. <laughs> Not the Phoenix. This isn't Harry Potter. <laughs> Everything's Harry Potter. You're totally ignoring the word gash and making me laugh about it by myself. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Cause I'll be the only... 12-year-old boy in the room. <sighs> All right, let's move on. I have nothing else. I like that when he when Clive Barker uh, watched this with his mom, she got so stoked when like she saw his name up on the thing and then he was like, that's the only time you're going to be excited in the next 2 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine being someone's mom? Would he made not, this movie? Yeah, would not <laughs> let my mother watch this movie. <laughs> How do you brag to your other mom friends that your son created a thing when it's this? My my son made a movie. Oh, really? What's it called? It's just a thing that he made <laughs> this time, based on a novella that he also wrote. Yeah. Oh, really? What's it called? The Hellbound Heart. Exactly. Well, that sounds good. I need to watch. I need to read that. <laughs> yeah, rent it when it's out. <laughs> that's it that's how i'm gonna leave it <laughs> oh my god all right anything else that's all i got i know you you love this movie oh my god it just is hilarious every time i watch it it's just like this fucking thing it really is hilarious it just uh, to me it just doesn't really i don't know it doesn't flow very well it, and no, i have trouble for sure. caring about what happens although i agree it is pretty hilarious and it's very soap opera-y and that part of it is funny honestly if you get a chance to watch this with other horror lovers like in a theater setting you will have a blast like go because it's so fun i could see that all right uh let's move on and talk about some other stuff we've been watching i finished marianne oh i have not revisited actually oh my god so you guys, Marianne on Netflix, please go watch it. It's so good. And it ends on a cliffhanger. And I'm really hoping that means there's another season coming soon. That's exciting. Yes. I'll have to I'll like have to watch it. Life has been crazy. Um, you need to watch it. You need to make time for Marianne. It's very important. Okay. So a funny story. And I posted about this on Twitter. Um I binged Marianne for like a really long, I watched like four episodes in a row on Saturday morning uh, and it was like dark and rainy. It was like the perfect day to just binge watch a, sh a creepy show. And um, I really just sat by myself in the dark and like plowed through four episodes and then I was like, ah, maybe I should go take a shower. So I like went and took a shower and I opened the shower curtain to like you know dry off and i just see my my yoga pants on the floor and shrieked in terror because i <laughs> what is that? I, I was I, I was like i don't know i guess i thought i saw them move like i thought it was something crawling on the floor towards me like my brain was in a, a space after watching so many episodes of marianne because that show has a lot of really good scares and it gets in your head and you're constantly looking in the background for stuff to be jumping out or just lurking in the in the corners and uh 
yeah, I, yeah, it affected me a little bit. And I, I shrieked and then I laughed like uncontrollably for like 15 minutes after that. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited uh, and thought it was hilarious that I got scared by my yoga pants after binge watching Marianne. So there you go. That's great. That's about as rape of a review as I can give it. Yeah. That's oh. fantastic. How about you? Anything? Watching anything? Yeah. So Beyond Fest is going on right now um, in L.A. And so I got to go and see The Lodge, which oh. I totally thought was coming out like this month. Come to find out it's not coming out till February. So oh, no. I literally can't talk about it with anyone and it's bumming me out. Well, you can go on Modern Horrors and talk about it because I know some people have seen it on there. Oh, fantastic. I haven't even like opened that Slack channel in a really long time. Um, I missed did them. You, question, did you like it? I did. Okay. That's all I need to know. I'm excited to see that one. I will say other people in the theater did not like it. Yeah, I've heard mixed things. I've heard that it's slow burn. It's such a slow burn. Yeah, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, though. I, 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 I really liked it a lot. And it's one of those movies that I kind of keep thinking about. And I want to yeah. see it again. Oh, I like that. I like it when that happens. Yeah. Um. Anything else? That's the one by the same woman that did The Babadook, right? Or no, that's a different one. No, it's the Goodnight no, the Mommy Lodgers. people. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So then a slow burn really does make sense for that. Yeah, it's super slow burn. And like the the kids in it are amazing. I forget. I, the little girl, I don't rem- know what she's from, if she's from anything. But it's the boy that plays oh my god what's his name in it the guy the kid with the stutter oh yeah yeah yeah. and he's great um, awesome it was really good i i really liked it i'll say that did you see any other movies at beyond fest i haven't yet um i'm gonna go see um the director's cut of the exorcist tomorrow Nice. And also Mooch Goes to Hollywood, which I'm really excited about. I don't know what that is. Um, So it's this movie from like, I think the 70s with Benji from Benji. Um, Okay. And he like, he plays Mooch and he, I don't know. Goes to Hollywood? He goes to Hollywood. Okay. (laughs) So not a horror movie then? It's a, no, it's a free, a free movie. I forget what, there's like some director or something that's like attached to the project i have to like look it up because oh it's vincent price let's see who's attached to the project well that's who's attached to the project there you go um it's yeah vincent price is in it and i guess it's like narrated by jaja gabor or something like that i don't know oh it's interesting a dog named mooch comes to hollywood and tries to make it in show business is the premise (laughs) okay (laughs) and for some reason vincent price is involved because why not you know something to look forward to no i'm really excited about it um and then i'm seeing evil dead like the re it's like the revisited version i guess with like the new um score that had come out a couple years ago nice yeah um oh and they're doing a premiere of the first two episodes of are you afraid of the dark um and i scored free tickets to that today um and then the anniversary showing of Natural Born Killers, which I've actually never seen before in its entirety. So, really? yeah, I'm really excited to see that. That movie's dangerous. It, okay. That's one of those movies that, like, changes my personality for a little while Ooh. after I watch it. Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> 
I love it. Am I going to want to be a bandit after I see you, it? You might want to be an evil bandit Hell yeah. for a little while afterwards. That's and exciting. And a murderer. But it'll only last for a little while. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, um, I think afterwards there's a Q&A with Juliette Lewis and Woody Harrelson. Oh, um, lovely. And so, yeah, I'm really, really excited about Wonderful. that. So well, it's going to be Well, I'm jealous of all your fun Beyond Fest things. Thanks. You can come with me anytime. I can't, but I appreciate the... Uh, <laughs> The invitation. It's okay, always I extended. I have my, my grab bag ready. Fantastic. What are we watching? So did, did you get to see what my grab bag uh, cup was? I did. The like my eye video? of frog or something like that. So, is that what it I is? Found, I found this at Home Goods. It's a uh, it's a Halloween mug. They have a little Halloween section with some like plates and things that are all creepy and Halloween-ish. And I was like, I want a Halloween mug for work. And I found this. And it says Frank N. Stein's, Frank N. Stein Company. Amazing. And it says Eye of Frog. Yeah. And it has a frog on it. But it should be like Eye of Newt. And I just love that it says Eye of Frog. Yeah. Because why not? Eyes. Excuse me. Eyes of Frog. Plural. Both of them. Both Eyes of Frog. Okay. I'm picking out some movies and someone pray that I'm picking out. Something that's not Ghostquake. It's really a crapshoot. I will say Halloween 3 is in here twice. <gasps> oh, I'm seeing that too. I'm seeing Halloween 3, Night of the Creeps, and The Fog triple feature, but I'm probably not going to see The Fog, full disclosure. Oh, I've done it again, Carly. Uh-oh. Okay. So the first movie I picked for next week is for the robot costume option. Oh my God. What did you pick? Well, there's not a lot of robot horror movies. Okay. We already did one of them. The best one. Which is Chopping Mall. Yeah. Um, so this one is called Death Machine. Oh, geez. And it's currently streaming on Prime. Okay. Okay. Is it like, if you want like just, the 15th page? Do you want to go on that Just Watch website and double check that these are still streaming while we're doing this? I'd and I can always to. Pick, pick more if I have to. So that's Death Machine. Just okay. confirm that it's I was still like, on I was going to be like, I forgot what you said already. <laughs> it's Death Machine? Death Machine. Okay. Okay, let's see. Death Machine. From 1994? Yes. I don't think there's more than one Death Machine. There is. There's Death Machines from 1976. Okay. It's not that one. Prime Video. It looks... Prime Video. It's got a a robot on it that kind of looks like the alien. There you go. So... Something to look forward to. So there's... We got Xenomorph-style aliens. Carly. Yeah. Get ready. Okay. Halloween 3. <gasps> oh my God. I don't even have to watch it because I'm going to watch it already. Streaming on HBO because I pulled the skeleton option. Heck yeah. That's what I, think, I like to see here. I think I already also listed it for the pumpkin option. Great. Because <laughs> there's a pumpkin mask and a skeleton mask. Yeah. But for, wis- for which I picked a witch movie because I love witch movies. It's true. She does. Okay, so we are watching next week Death Machine on Prime Video and Halloween 3, which is now streaming on HBO. So check those out for next week, guys. Keeping that trend of a really solid movie with a we'll see how it goes movie. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) It's true. Hopefully we'll keep that going all all month long. Yeah, very exciting. All right. Well, then that's it for this week, lovelies. Until next week, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Bye. Bye.
Bye. Bye.